Welcome to Elliot's PT Podcast. I'm here to help you find your balance and live your best life guilt-free. I don't believe there is a one-size-fits-all approach for health and fitness. We're all different and we need to find out what works for us. I'm passionate about helping people make realistic, long-term lifestyle changes that they will stick to and they will take with them forever. I don't believe in crazy diets or short-term fixes. We all need to live and find a perfect balance in diet and exercise that suits our individual needs. I want to help you find your exercise mojo, feel great and achieve wonderful things. Here is Elliot's PT Podcast by Renee Elliott. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Elliot's PT Podcast. So when today I wanted to talk about a healing journey that I had went on and how I feel that maybe there's some things that you could be looking at for yourself if you a health or a weight loss journey or a health happiness journey, any of those things. And um, sometimes there's things that we don't realize are maybe holding us back, um, things that you don't are paying, uh, 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 you know, you think you've dealt with it or you think you didn't see that it was a problem and, you know, actually it's it's actually really holding, it's, it's actually still bubbling down there in the surface and you don't realise. And um, there's, I, I think sometimes there's more things, more things than what we realise that are holding us back. And sometimes it's dealing with those things that we need to deal with first before we, you know, deal with the rest, get onto the rest of our journey. Or you might be, you might be doing everything perfectly. You might be getting your food right perfect and you might be, you know, doing that and you're exercising and all this other stuff. But there might be something else that's just, that's deep down holding you back. And you, you just, didn't, just didn't realize that it was holding you back. So sometimes um, it's good to look a little bit deeper. Part of the Little Back Dress Project and things that I do, we do try to dig a little bit deeper and work out uh, what could be some things that could be holding you back. It's things you can work out yourself through journaling. You know, it, journaling is massive uh, and I feel it's really helpful. Uh, sometimes it's just getting good to get a brain dump, get some things out of your head. But sometimes when you start writing things down, you can actually realize like, oh, I, I have this belief system and I didn't even realize I believed this about myself or, or I didn't realize this was holding me back. So for me, where I found a big change is um, I was pregnant with my second child, so I was pregnant with Charlie, and I uh, knew that I was, I knew that um, obviously I had been through the process of giving birth before, so I knew how it went, um, but I was terrified of it. I didn't realize how terrified was I until the, you know, as I was getting further along in the pregnancy, I kept crying and I could not work out how. I couldn't work out, you know, I couldn't work out why I was so upset. You know, I have, I have a healthy baby that was, you know, and um, the birth of my son, my firstborn son, Cooper, it was traumatic for me because I didn't know what to expect. It did become a bit of an emergency. Um, in his birth, it became a bit of an emergency, but obviously he's healthy and he's fine, so why would I feel upset about it? So um, as we were going along, as I was getting further along, every time I thought about the birth or knew, you know, obviously knew that was coming, I, I would end up crying. And then I got to a point where I just could not stop crying. And I was 
we went to a hospital visit and because it was a, a new hospital here at the time. So we went to a visit to the new hospital, obviously to see where we were to go when um, in labor, where we were to go and the facilities of the hospital. So we went for this hospital tour and I came back from the hospital tour and I was terrified and I just, came back and I could not stop crying and I couldn't stop crying and I couldn't explain it to anybody. But it's like it really hit me of what the process of giving birth was. Um, and I didn't realize that I still had trauma from my first birth that had been holding back. Now my son was nearly four. So I had been holding on to this stuff for probably four years. And I had, I had no idea that it was actually still really bogging me down. So, but I was forced to deal with it because, because I had the birth of my second baby coming up. And so I was forced to deal with it, you know, where some people have different traumas or things, but they're not for, they're, there's, there's nothing that they just, it can just sit there and bubble away and they can try to ignore it, but maybe it's bubbling away more than you realize in the background. But because I was giving birth again, I knew I had to deal with it in some way, because if I didn't deal with it in some way, it was gonna hold me back. It was going to hold me back and I knew deep down that it was going to make my second birth um, more, more traumatic as well. So I knew I had to do, I knew I had to do something, um, but I didn't know what. So I had a midwife that was looking after me at the time. So I went to her and she's, you know, had my visits with her and she's like, Are you, is everything okay? How are you going? And I burst into tears and I felt silly. I felt silly for feeling that way. So I went to her and I said, you know, she asked if I was okay. And I said, I wasn't okay. I couldn't work, I couldn't, I just felt silly because obviously I have a healthy baby. So why should, why should I feel upset about it? But I, um, I felt silly and I explained to her how I was feeling. And I think, I think it was getting closer to the due date by now. And she, um, she then told me to, um, well, maybe it wasn't. Anyway, I can't quite remember how close it was getting to the due date. It, was, it wasn't that close because I still had time. Anyway, sorry, I'm debating. Okay, so anyway, so we got to this, uh, she, she talked about it, so she said I could go for counselling, but I didn't want to, for whatever reason, I didn't really want to talk to somebody else about it. I didn't, I didn't, want, I didn't want that, I just, anyway, so she did suggest this book. So I got this book um, and I thought, well, I'll try the book first and see, and she said that she had been through other births of people when they had read this book and it really helped them. So I was like, okay, I'll try this book. So I ordered the book and the book was called How to Heal a Bad Birth. So I got the book and I read the book and it was great. It talked about different births, how, um, how you perceive a birth and how it can be seen as traumatic. You know, like it doesn't matter what the birth is, that's how people perceive it. So, you know, one birth where maybe the ch child stopped breathing and had to be resuscitated and, but the mum felt fine about that, where another birth might be, um, you know, ended up with a healthy baby, but the, the actions that happened during the birth of that mum saw as traumatic. So it really made you realise that it didn't matter how, it's how you perceive it, it's not any birth. So I read this book and it got you to do a task. So the task it got you to do was to, um, and this is what helped me. So I'm relaying this so that maybe that you could uh, if you have something, it doesn't have to be the birth of a child, but it could be a traumatic event or something else that maybe is holding you back. And it could be these steps that could help you as much as it helped me. So it got you, it got you to write down the, what happened in your, what happened. Uh, so the events that happened 
and then to talk about your emotions and how you felt. So I wrote down the events step-by-step step of the birth, of Cooper's birth, and when I wrote them down, um, there was things that I, I forgot, had forgotten had happened. But when I wrote them down and then I wrote down how that made me feel and just, just the art of doing that, I was able to get a lot of clarity and I was able to understand um, why I was feeling that way and I was then able to um, become okay with it and deal with it. So for me, what happened is, and I realized I was angry at my husband and I probably didn't even know I was angry. So if it was me when quickly going through it, but quickly, um, when I was in labor with Cooper, it went quite quickly, it progressed quite quickly. And the nurses kept saying that, oh, it's your first birth, you'll be okay, you know, you'll be here for hours and all of that stuff. And that was the exact opposite of what happened. But then um, Cooper got, uh, the baby was under distress. So they had to make decisions very quickly. And they had to, and I had no idea what was going on. So it was that feeling of not being in control and not understanding what was going on because they were all, it was, you know, they were all racing around. People were, were shouting and saying things, but, but I, I didn't really understand what was going on. And then they were telling me to push and that we had to get him out. And I was like, I haven't even pushed once. So it was all of that stuff. And in the same process of all of that happening, so from, from me writing down the tasks, I was able to understand that it was that it was control. So I felt that I had no control. I felt that I didn't have any understanding. And that was the things that I struggled with. I also, Lee got pushed behind me. So he had to stand behind the bed. Um, and so because of that, which wasn't his fault, but because of that, I felt alone. So I felt like I had no support. I felt I was on my own. I was scared. Um, I had no one with me. He was with me, but I couldn't see him. So in my feelings at that time, I felt quite alone. So, um, so through the process of writing down exactly what happened, like being as detailed as I could of everything that happened and then writing down how those feelings, like how those feel, those, those steps, how each of that made me feel, I was, I was able to then realize this about myself, which I didn't, I didn't realize before. I didn't realize that I felt alone. Because Lee, you know, when you think about it logically, Lee was there. He was in the room with me, but he had to stand behind the bed. So because he stood behind the bed, I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't see him. He, you know, he had to, he had to stand there because it became an emergency. Um, I was, I was able to write down, get, I was able to then understand how I made things feel. And so then moving forward into my second birth, I was then able to, so I knew that I needed to be, oh, and then when Cooper was born, he was, because he, they were worried about him breathing and all that other stuff, he was taken away and then I didn't get to hold him. So I didn't get to hold him, and again, he was healthy, and you know he's healthy and he's totally fine. But but because of that happened, I didn't realise. But that was something that upset me. Uh, so when I had Charlie, you know, like I was then able to have a clear. And when I had my first birth, people had told you don't have a plan because if you have a plan, I didn't want to have. A, people said if you have a plan and it's rigid and then it doesn't work out, you'll be disappointed. Well, I think the biggest mistake I made was not having a plan because I didn't know. I just went with the flow, but I had no idea what to expect. But with Charlie, I learned from that and I had a plan. So I had a plan for my second birth and um, I was able to, you know, I had a midwife. I was able to 
put things into place that I knew would help me. So I made sure um, my second birth, I made my, asked my mum to come in. So my mum was there. My mum had instructions on what to do in certain situations if I needed her. You know, Lee knew what, what I needed from him and I also had the midwife. And again, that does come with experience, but I was able to learn more about myself. So I was then, instead of after doing that process of writing things down and writing down the events and how like how everything made me feel, I was really able to heal, heal that. And I was able to go into my second birth um, really uh, empowered. And I was able to go in there with an understanding and I knew I had a plan in place for situations and I felt good about it. I felt good about it. And, Charlie's birth was really quick again, so I had quick babies. Her birth was really quick, um, but I felt it was it was like day and night compared to Cooper. So I felt in control. Um, I felt in control. I understood everything that was happening at the time because I think with Cooper we were scared to ask questions, so we were scared to ask questions. Um, but but I guess with her I knew I, I knew I knew that little bit more about myself that I knew that I needed to ask those questions if I felt unsure the first time I felt too scared to ask a question. It was it was massive. It made a massive difference. And her birth, as much as her birth was so, her she was eight was eight minutes was the active part. It was very quick. As much as it was all very quick. Yeah, it was it was such a better process than than what had happened. And I think it was because that I had dealt with my with my fears first. So, what I would like for you guys is to think about if you are on any type of journey, uh, whether it's weight loss, whether it's just finding internal happiness, feeling better about your bodies, anything like that to think about is there's something that is holding you back in some way because it, you just you just don't know, there's stuff that just niggles, that's just down in the background that niggles and you just don't realize it's holding you back. And for this, for me, it was holding me back massively. It was, and I knew, I knew I had to deal with it before my second birth because I knew I was going to bring those issues into the birth. And by dealing with it, her birth was, um, was great. It was not, you know, like I, I felt in control. And, you know, and I think after Cooper was born, I, you know, you just have to get on with it. And then obviously you have a healthy baby. So why? Why have an issue? Because I have a healthy baby. Why do I have a problem? But I did have a problem because I didn't. I felt scared and and all of that other stuff. So, um, but use it. Think about this for anything in your life, not just childbirth. But it, it, that's just my example. But anything that's happened to you that you know is is maybe maybe it's something that didn't quite you know was traumatic to you and um, in any way. And how you can how it, it may have affected you and how maybe it affects your actions for from future for anything that happens to in the future so like this these that what had happened in my circumstance was holding me back from my second birth but i also think in the four years between my two kids i had i had this um hurt and uh fear and i had um, a little bit of anger all bubbling away down below um, and I didn't quite, I didn't quite realise it. I think, you know, I felt the feeling of, um, even though Lee was in the room, I felt alone. So, and I think that made me secretly a little bit angry at him. Not that, you know, but I was able to, and I've spoken to him about it. He's, he read the book as well. And he read, uh, he, you know, like I got him to write. I did the process on my own because I knew I would cry and I just needed to do it without anyone there. But he was able, I like gave, you know, gave him what I'd written down so he was able to see it. But um, but it was really, really healing. 
And I just think that a big step in you moving forward in any aspect of your life is to work out. Um, there are sometimes there's some things that that we may that may have happened to you 20, 30 years ago, but they're still bubbling down there. And it's sometimes that we need to heal them. Uh, you need to like maybe face them um, and put them to bed because they 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 are can be affecting your actions as you move forward. We don't do this because of this. You, you, you know, you get to a certain point and we stop, and we, you know, you get to that point and you self-sabotage, you know, and you, you don't actually even realize why you're doing it. So, you know, so healing in that way. I know people that have done little backdoors project. There is, um, there is, you can journal as much as you want or as not. But there's some people that have journaled and they have didn't were so surprised the stuff that they've learned about themselves, the stuff that was maybe holding them that was holding, you know, like that was in them that they didn't realize was holding them back. And they've been able to, to journal it out. Uh, some people have written letters and letters to um, people or, you know, um, and put them in the ocean, they've burnt them, they've done all stuff like that to get, to just let that stuff go. And it's a part that I think people think, oh, I'll just, I'll exercise and I'll eat right and I'll eat, you know, I'll cut my calories and I'll over, I'll exercise all the time. But you, you can do all that stuff, but sometimes this other stuff whole, is, is holding you back and you don't realize, and we need to deal with this first and get rid of all of that stuff. It, it's not, you know, holding on to stuff, it's not serving you anymore. So it's letting it go and learning to let it go. And when we can learn to let it go, then you can really truly move forward. So, so yeah, so that was, that was my um, a journey that I had been on. And it was it was so helpful, and I recommend it to uh, I recommend the book to any mums that have you know it, it really made me see that just because you know a birth a birth um, is it's how we perceive it the same with anything it's how you perceive it and um, just because that your child is healthy and fine it doesn't mean that the this birth is not traumatic to you so. Um, it made it made me feel that it was okay to feel a bit upset about about how the birth was, um, and um, but the healing it was great, and it made my second birth, uh, you know, even better, which then starts you off in the process of, you know, you're starting motherhood on the right step. So, if you have a weight loss journey, you know, or a happiness journey, or anything that you're on, think about is there something that could be there bubbling in the background, and. Um, yeah, is it is it there bubbling in the background and how you might be able to deal with it. So so what's again going through what helped me was the process of writing it down, uh, writing down the events and everything, every step by step, what happened in my eyes and how I saw all the events and how each step made me feel. Yeah, it was very, very healing. Hopefully this has um, helped some of you. Uh, if you have something like this, I really recommend to um, just start journaling it out, think about it, and just start writing, and you'll be amazed as to what might come out. So you start writing this out and just see. Um, yes, but if it has helped you, please let me know. I would really, really love to hear, and make sure that if you think there's anybody that this could be beneficial or it could help them, please make sure that you share um, the podcast onto them, and I would really, really love to hear. Okay, have a great day, guys. I'm going to leave you at that and I will speak to you again soon. 
Thanks for listening to the Elliot's PT podcast. I hope you have been able to find this information of use to you. If you know someone who might be, enjoy this podcast, please share it with them and ensure that you subscribe so you can be the first to know when new podcasts are released. If you have the time to leave a five-star review, that would be amazing and it would be greatly appreciated. If you do so, please screenshot and share onto any of our socials and tag us. Then email the screenshot to hello at elliotspt.com and we will send you a free gift to your inbox. Thanks so much. Have an amazing day. Speak soon.